What it do, boo boo? Something is wrong with you. It feels like we haven't re- we haven't recorded in forever, girl. Like, girl. how long has it been, girl? I don't know. I don't know. I ain't gonna lie here. It seems like it's been forever and ever. Like it's been like I can't even. Well, we had Thanksgiving. Was it two weeks? It might have been two weeks, but child, we is here. And um, let's uh, get this party crack a lack and let's see what I can do here. Turn the music up in the headphones. Turn the music up in the so today is the goat's birthday my respect on his name girl it's his 50th i was getting there okay 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 i'm sorry i'm sorry i'm sorry J to the motherfucking Z turns 50 years old. Man. That nigga old as hell with them little bitty babies. Hey, hey, hey. Yeah. Uh, he up there for them, for them little kids. Now, I, I will give you that. Like, he 50 with what? They what? Three? Two, three? Oof. No, I think they 2.5 or something. That's still <laughs> they little. That's that's still I couldn't even imagine. No, but you know, that's what happened when you know you got you a little young buck. Mm-hmm. Yes, he does. He got him a little young thing. And no you know, him. men can have babies as long as they alive. Child, just fucking. Just popping them out. <laughs> you didn't have the audacity to turn around and look at you like you got three kids like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah you know it's it's the ghost's birthday you know well happy mm-hmm. birthday a to the is o b to the is a and uh you know that's all i got to say about that Girl, um, I was, hold on oh. wait i was in my car i'm on a train and i've been listening to i'm getting old I've been listening to 106.3 in the evening. Ooh, child. I can tell you what I've been listening to because then you go think I ain't even old. I'm white. <laughs> <laughs> because just 92.3 and 107.5 in the evening after a long day, it's just too much. <laughs> I look at the poppity and hoes and they're killing and bitches and popping pills and turning. Girl, I just. One day I was in the car. I was like, I just, this, no. I don't want to be a drug dealer right now. I'll I was be a like, drug right. dealer on like, Friday. I, like, I'm ready to relax. I'm ready to go to Marlowe. Like, I can't, I can't listen to this. <laughs> so what now? Marlowe. You want Marlowe or some Merlot? Merlot. Marlowe, Merlot. Marlette. Shit. The red <laughs> stuff. I was just like, I cannot do this. I cannot. And yeah. girl, I hit that 106.3 and they was playing stuff that I remember in my age <laughs> range. Girl. Shit, I said, well, all right. But today, 
they was playing a little on home mix and they played December 4th. And I he didn't cause me no pain. That's when I knew he was gonna be a special child. I said, girl, I took an extra trip around the block. Like I got this mix. Stupid. What album is that? Oh, blue. No, the black album. The black album. Yeah, that's right. It's because it's um the intro. Uh huh. Yeah, girl. Mm Mhm. So yeah. Happy birthday, Sean Carter. Mm Mhm. And so, enough of that. Welcome to another episode of Two. Cheeks talking shit. All right, so I'm just gonna jump right on in. I feel like one of the first things we should talk about is a story that has made national news right here in um, the city of Chicago. Oh God, Jesus help us. Um, on. Was it yesterday or maybe it was Monday? Maybe it was Monday. The superintendent, or shall I say, ex-superintendent of police, Eddie Johnson, Mm -hmm. was fired by um, Mo Larry Lightfoot. I'm not going to call it a mayor no more because I feel like she big Mo. (laughs) Because if if y'all don't get it, it's okay. It's a Chicago thing. My Chicago people going to understand what I'm saying when I say big Mo. But she big mo and um she basically That's chief right there. <laughs> right? So she got up there, she did her young press conference, and I knew it was some shit when she said out of respect for his wife and children. I said, Uh oh. Oh some shit is about to hit the fan. So she fired his ass because he lied about an incident that happened back in October. And I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but I remember like talking about his ass big time because first of all, he was caught sleeping in his car sign with the car running. (laughs) (laughs) And then the next day he was like, you know what? I got some new medication and I'm, I think I, I messed it up. I had a drink. And um, that, see what had happened was, I'm just not, I'm not used to it yet, but we all good. And um, you know what? You know what I'm going to do? We're going to open up a full investigation and we're going to figure out what happened to me. <laughs> We're not going to put investigation up. Yo, drunk ass, we're going to sit down somewhere. <laughs> so when I saw that, I said, oh, yep, he don't want his job no more. That nigga done opened an investigation on himself. He right. already talking about he had so much fun when he went to London and with for the Bears game and all this stuff. So uh, shortly after that, he announced his. Rec- I was like, "See, I told y'all this nigga didn't want that job no more." Mm-hmm. He does. So I thought it was over and done with, right? Mm-hmm. Man. So come to find out, this nigga was, and I know he was blasted based on where they said he was drinking. It is a bar in downtown Chicago in the we financial were. in the Listen. financial district called Ceres Cafe. 
And let me tell you one thing. I will have two drinks from there and be good. Hallelujah. Amen. Good. I went is capital G, capital O, capital O, capital D with about three exclamation points good. I went um a couple of years ago. It was for Saint on Saint Patrick's Day. We went (laughs) we went after work and um I think we got shots and when they brought that glass, it was like the whiskey glass. And I said, I said, ma'am, I said a shot. That is our shot. She was like, I know, honey, here you go. I said, oh, hell no. Listen, they regular. So if you even ask for a drink, let's say you just say, I'll take a Jack and Coke. Mm-hmm. Their cup is like a little tumbler. They fill the cup up with to Jack the, to the tippy tippy top with Jack. Sprinkle my oh. two drops of Coke boop, boop, and give you the can. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> figure it out. So, when they came out, when the story came out that said former superintendent Eddie Johnson was at Sirius Cafe for hours oh, drinking, man. girl, listen. I said, Yep, he was slumped over. Hell yeah, he was. Let me <laughs> tell you, when they said where he was at and what happened, I said, I uh-huh. can't deny that one <laughs> nope because it would have been me it could have been you it outdoors it been slumped me. over come on it could have been me outdoors <laughs> with no food and no, and no clothes. clothes just drunk three. as hell slumped <laughs> in my car don't know where I'm going or how far <laughs> let me to, then they started saying he was with a lady friend, and I was like, "Oh, yeah." That's when I was like, "Got to be more." Damn, possible. this is getting messy. So then today I read the story, sis, that he was in. They have video surveillance of him in the car with this girl, and they was quote unquote bobbing and weaving in the car. Mm, mm, mm. <laughs> I hope I hope his lady friend not married. Well. They got her picture all over the internet. All too. over the internet. I saw it. I said, thanks. <laughs> Gots to be more Gots careful. to be more careful. God, you out here. Just got you all messed up. Y'all ain't think it was no cameras nowhere. Out here fucking with Eddie. <laughs> <laughs> and Eddie, you ain't even from Chicago. Chow. I just, I've been I know his wife was like, I know his wife was like, I know damn well. You ain't bring me out here to embarrass me like this. Yo, goof ass. I know you did not. I know you did not bring me out here to embarrass me like this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> he from Chicago, sis. Oh, he okay. Raised here. Oh. So, but still, definitely an embarrassment. But Girl. I just want the world to know that that shit cracked me up. <laughs> You. And if you and if you from Chicago, it cracks you up even more because you um, know damn no business driving after he left Series Cafe. Let me tell you something. You get your ass in that Uber and, you, and, and go home. Right. That's why they. That's why they close the way they do. But before people start wanting to go and see what it's all about, it's um, mm. it's a. $50, $100 cover charge. 
Yeah, um, you got you got to you have to have Chicago on a Wednesday. No, you have to have a border trade work ID to get in. <laughs> right. Let's just tell them everything, like y'all. It ain't no way you can get in if you ain't from Chicago. No gym shoes, no Timberlands, no jogging pants, no hats. No, no you have to wear a shirt and tie. You no. have to be in business no. casual attire. No, I no eyebrows because they don't do eyebrows there. Um. What no else? fashion over fit. Not yeah. That. They don't sell. They don't sell no food. So you really don't want to be there. Um, I heard yeah. they Southwest air grows are terrible. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's not. It's not what you think. It's not, not what, you, what think. you think at all. So don't even waste your time. Ooh, chill. You heard it from us. <laughs> right. Okay. Enough for the Chicago stuff. Let's get into the tea. Okay. All right. So, are you familiar with the um, Instagram influencer by the name of Shiggy? Yeah, the guy who was doing a little dance. Yeah, do a little dance. Yeah. Uh, So, recently, um, Fabulous dropped, you know, he dropped a new little album or whatever. And um, he asked Shiggy to create a challenge for his new single for his song Choosy. He wanted him to do the Choosy challenge, right? <laughs> now, a lot of people will remember Shiggy got famous for doing um a challenge for In My Feelings Drake song. Uh-huh. And Drake ended up putting him in the music video. It, it was crazy viral. Everybody was mm-hmm. doing it. It was really cute. So that was like really organic. Like he didn't go out there and say, um, Drake, um, pay me to do this challenge. Right. He just did a video. It was funny as hell. Everybody jumped on the bandwagon and Drake took care of him. Right. So fabulous, like, dude, hook hook your homie up. And Shiggy was like, Yeah, I'm gonna need a check for that. Like, you know, that's my livelihood. Right. And Fab acted like he didn't want to do it, like didn't want to pay him. Well, then you're not going to find somebody else. Yeah, and so, like, he's trying, Fab is trying to clean it up now. He was on Ebro this morning and was talking about, you know, I I didn't take offense to what he was saying, um, but, you know, he a joking dude. He's like, I see now social media and the influencers, they, they really do that. They really need those checks. And I'm like, this is livelihood. That's he ain't livelihood. Nigga, these people get paid off likes and views. Right. They not getting paid because they friends are fabulous and did a challenge for free. No. No. Not no. how it works. So I I really wish these superstars and people would kind of respect the Instagram um influencers and the YouTube influencers. Just influencers in general. Yeah, because you know, it's not easy doing what they do. They spend a lot of time and money investing in themselves and then people don't take them seriously and just think shit's supposed to be free. Uh -uh. Uh-uh. Not Mm -mm. around here, boo-boo. So you you finna pay for my time. You about to pay for my time and you're about to pay for my my art, my skill. Like if you was the ad if you went to an advertising company and you said you wanted a promotional commercial or something for your song, you gonna pay them. 
Right. So. Right. That's because you get up and you post your videos and you know everybody else posts their videos or whatever and they doing it for likes. So like you said, this is their livelihood. Right. You know what I'm saying? So. We'll see how this pans out. Fabulous claimed um, on his interview this morning that he's going to go to his record company and see what they could do. But And some of them, like some of these influencers, they have managers and publicists mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. lawyers and shit. Mm-hmm. They got a whole setup. I, yep. We going to be there 2020. I see it. 2020 is going to be ooh, us. Ooh, 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 ooh. Y'all, it, come on now. I want to check. Come on. Um, okay, speaking of a check, America's Got Talent decided to stop giving Gabrielle Union checks, aka they fired her. And, um, or like to be honest, it really hasn't be- been clear in all of the stories whether Gabrielle Union left the show on her own accord or if America's Got Talent actually fired her um d wade says that she was fired but um the thing is the reason she was fired seems to be um biased and racist and unfair so for those who don't know um gabrielle union was a a judge all season all last season on america's got talent you know she stuck up for you know, employees of the show. Mm-hmm. She even said something about one of the um, contestants, you know, behind the scenes more so saying that, you know, people need to see, um, you know, young black kids, you know, doing these type of things on shows so that they know that it's possible. And she was always sticking up for kind of like the underdog. And so it seems like America's Got Talent was not behind her. Um, They also claim that someone at America's Got Talent said that her, quote unquote, often changing hairstyles were too black for the show's audience. Wait a minute. What? Say what now? Her often changing hairstyles were too black for the show's audience. Mm. So. When I saw that, I immediately got pissed off because I I wish a motherfucker would <laughs> come to me and say I changed my hair too much and that they the styles are too black because <laughs> I'm gonna go in, <laughs> go yes, clean sir. in. I'm gonna change my hair as much as I want and it's gonna look however it's gonna look and it's gonna be professional enough for whatever environment I'm in, motherfucker. Listen, listen. I'm telling you, y'all gonna have to stop this. Y'all gotta understand, we ain't we ain't wearing a bob twenty four seven. No, we ma'am. Ain't, we ain't wearing straight hair all the time. We might wear our natural hair. We might get some braids. We might get a crochet. It might be red. It might be blonde. It might be brown. It might be black. We don't go get trims. We don't go get the reg our regular trim. <laughs> and, and we not just going to get laid. Because and we not told, just going to get I mean, highlights. But I'm going to say this. The, well, no. But, <laughs> yeah, your basic basic Caucasian woman, it seems mm-hmm. like they do rock like the same type of hairstyle. They can't do nothing with their hair. And I, like, once, I, once they get, once they find a, a look that works, like, 
they mm-hmm. hold strong. They don't change their color that much. They yeah. might get a little lighter, or they might they're gonna go from from blonde to brunette, but yeah. they're gonna keep that same layered look. Like I see it even when I'm on a train going to work, and I just be like, mm-hmm. like how do you get up every morning and get your hair to look exactly the same? Because that's all it does. It don't do nothing else. And it's no disrespect, but it really doesn't. Like, my coworkers have told me, like, their hair doesn't necessarily hold a curl or, you know, it's really hard for them to do things. Like, when they put a lot of bouncy curls or stuff in their hair, like, if they have, like, bone straight hair, it requires a lot of hairspray or something. They got to, like, blow dry it. The blow dry in the curl and yeah a certain yeah. way right so like I get it so I think because I think for some because that's all that they are used to and accustomed to they don't take into account that we can do what the fuck we want to do with our hair mm-hmm. it could be straight it could be curly it could be whatever and if we want to put something else in it we go put something else in it mm-hmm. yeah so that was one reason um, they said she was fired, but they also said um, she cited that there was an offensive joke made by Jay Leno and asked it be reported to human resources, and it never was. Um, she, um, they said she submitted multiple claims that alleged that the set of America's Got Talent had a toxic culture. Mm-hmm. So, so the good thing, good thing is. You know, she's, she is actually working with them. And I feel as though they are trying to save face at this point so she don't sue them. Mm-hmm. Because they're getting all this backlash. Because she tweeted that they had a five-hour meeting. And, and she thought it was productive. Um, she was able to express her unfiltered truth. And, and she led with transparency and her desire and hope for a real change at America's Got Talent. So we'll see what happens. But yeah, and at- I just I just thought about it like Nick left. Yep. Didn't he leave for like thing. similar? Yeah. Because they said that he they were trying to control like what he would say or do outside of like being on TV. Like you can't tell him he's too vocal. Like that's who Nick Cannon is. He always talks right. up, up about something. So it is what it is. Hmm. Well, good luck to her. Um, I'm like Waka Flocka, and I don't never, I ain't never gonna say nothing like that normally. But he says we should boycott the show. I don't really watch the shit. No, look, way. we not, we not doing that. Twenty twenty. Let let look. Who watches it anyway? <laughs> not us. Not it. That's what I we're said. Not, we're not doing that. We're not doing that in 2020. We're not about to be boycotting this shit because she might still want to work there. She just wants shit to get fixed. Right. And I said, what I had said was, I think they were trying to get the black audience when they hire her because she is she's a cool ass celebrity. Like mm-hmm. she appeals to both um black and Caucasian viewers, in my opinion. And, like, yeah, I might want to watch just to see what she say because she's funny. But, like, right. I don't watch that show at all. So, it is what it is. I ain't missing. They ain't going to gain too many more 
viewers anyway. So right, yeah, like I'm like I, we're not doing that. We ain't gonna be look. That's that's we got to do an episode of that. Maybe our last episode for the year. Mm-hmm. We can canceling cancel culture. Well, we're not gonna do what we're not gonna do in 2020. Yes, let me get my list together. Girl, yeah, let me get mine together. Okay. I got some words we will not be using. Mm-hmm. I have a lot. Night 2019, y'all have got on my nerve. Uh, <laughs> I'm just motherfucking tired of y'all. I am motherfucking tired of 2019. Like, aside from all of the personal things that I've had to deal with this year, just like, like September was just shit. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't mm-hmm. never have to see. Let me tell you, I can skip September. From now on, like only uh-huh. thing I can, only thing I can acknowledge, I need to acknowledge in September is September thirteenth, which is my sister's birthday, and September twenty third. Everything else can just go, <laughs> like yeah, yeah. But like twenty nineteen has been. You talking about ending a decade? This motherfucker can go. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs> Goodbye. Sarinara. Farewell. But enough of that rant. What we will not be doing is all this canceling, boycotting, all this other crap. We're not doing it. I want y'all to stop being mad about nothing. Okay, say some of it for the next for the next episode, boo boo. Yeah. Okay. All right. So speaking of the Wade family, on Thanksgiving, um, D Wade posted a picture of him, Kavia, um, Zion slap slash Zaya because she she goes by a different name now and oh her name Zion yes her name was Zion but also she wait a minute so he's using the pronoun she now I think so because what I have seen is people referencing Zion as Zaya um people that are close to them not like just regular people but like people close to them have been calling her Zaya and so I'm just saying that I could be wrong so I, I'm I, that's why I said Zion slash Zaya okay. anyway they posted a picture I thought it was a cute picture of Thanksgiving you know cute little caption D-Way put up and the backlash ensued because Zion Zaya um, had on fake nails and if anybody is familiar with Zion Zaya they should know that she you know has come, came out she's 11 years old she mm-hmm. has attended the pride parades mm-hmm. her parents are super supportive of her lifestyle and you know are not ashamed to speak on it and people were talking about it's an abomination can't believe you let him wear those nails like comments was like y'all 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 keep saying it's a beautiful picture y'all don't see y'all don't see this little boy with nails on mm-hmm. and so I understand that the world is still largely ignorant and not accepting of people but y'all go out to chill on the children right like, <laughs> the kids don't deserve that that's none of y'all business and D-Wade he addressed it multiple times this weekend and he I like what he said. He said he was chosen to lead his family and not y'all. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> Basically, mind y'all motherfucking business. And in so many words. I'm like, I'm so tired. Like, I understand that y'all not used to kids being able to talk about um, their sexual orientation at this point. But like, come on, it's a new day and age. Mm -hmm. We don't want them hiding in closets and scared to be themselves. We want people to be free and we want them to be able to express themselves, whatever, however that means. So, like, y'all got to stop it. Like, I hate to see people come for kids and comments. Right. And then I think about it. Like, we try, I I understand and I completely agree with, you know, let kids be kids. But in hindsight, when I think about it, and, like, I had a boyfriend in fourth grade Mm -hmm. that's, like, 10 years old. I'm talking about. We you was fast. We oh, were on the phone all day. All I'm telling your mama. What's your now, mama? She number? knew because he would call and she'd be like, Why is this little boy calling him so much? Mm-mm. You know what I'm saying? But, yeah. but yeah, I remember, you know, liking boys in fourth grade. I remember liking boys in fifth grade. And honey, by sixth, seventh, eighth grade. Yeah, you was fast. Child, <laughs> 12 like, I don't see nothing wrong back back 12 13 I had With kissed a, a boy and the neighborhood that I, I lived in like <laughs> the neighborhood that I lived in girl at like 12 13 you say you a virgin and they was treating me like grown folks do like a virgin <laughs> like, what you mean right so, like, I understand that we want to let kids be kids, but also let's not be naive. Right. You know when you started having feelings for people. Yeah, you know when you, you, know started, when you started, started getting a tingle and all that other stuff. So, they once they get in, I want to say, by middle school, yeah. they, might can, they might can start to be a little bit more vocal about... Um, their sexuality or like the whole this whole um gender thing i'm still trying to figure that out but yeah like you know they might you know i i I feel like we all have masculine and feminine energies Mm -hmm. i think i think men we we've had this conversation plenty of times yeah we both love a a good jordan and a cute pump come on honey you know what I'm saying? So, I mean, we'll get our nails done and throw in a jogger suit and some J's and be like, I'm good. pretty. I'm pretty. <laughs> exactly. And say something about it. Right. So, I mean, that, but so the whole, like, what energy you, whatever, but people just, I mean, like, we just let these people raise their kids. I'd rather that than you hear about Dwayne Wade and put this little boy out or he right. living with somebody else from the middle. Exactly. They oh or he or he sent them back home to his mama in Chicago because right. he ain't dealing with that shit. Come on now, y'all will right. be going crazy then. Right. It's like you damn if you do, damn if you don't. Exactly. 
Um, speaking of the community, um, so an article came out a couple days ago about Billy D. Williams. Oh God, Jesus, my brother! <laughs> and I, a grandma. I just, I just knew you was gonna skip right over this. Girl, you know I'm not. Come on, why would you? Why would I skip this? <laughs> Y'all know all the grandmas love them some Billy D. Williams growing up. Mm-hmm. We. Billy D. Williams was fine on that Coke 45 commercial. I even yeah. remember that from being a kid. And Billy D. was fine in Mahogany. Billy <laughs> D. was fine in Lady Sings the Blues. Come on now. So that's all I remember. He was even fine in Star Wars. Come on now. Because <laughs> that's, that's when I connected. <laughs> he had that smooth, that little smooth talk, that little curly yeah. hair. That the way he just moved his head in the out the corner. Right. I looked at folks. Yeah, Billy D was slick, right? right? So the other day, an article came out, and he was talking, and he was just he was doing an interview, and he was saying things like himself, herself, and you know, whoever was interviewing him got the impression that Billy D was coming out to say that he was gender fluid, and he. Um, uses both pronouns for himself or herself mm-hmm. and put it out there. And the internet went crazy. Grandma's was having heart attacks. I heard two half strokes. And um, <laughs> oh, Jesus. just a couple, because, you know, they, they ain't too many around that still love Billy D. So, you know, mm-hmm. only a couple of them had strokes. So, anyway, um, they I'm, were just, I wonder if my mama know. I'm going to ask my mama. <laughs> I'm as a mom and she knows her thoughts. I told D, I said, don't tell your grandma that Billy D gender fluid. So my anyway. mama, she gonna, well, my, you know my mama, she gonna be like, you need to go to church and pray. Oh, Jesus. Uh-uh. Oh, Father God. <laughs> I'm for him on my prayer while. Ooh, your mama would have went all the way. Yeah, in. she was like, this too much. This is the, the world is coming. This is the last days. <laughs> and she would be loud as hell saying it. You know she would. <laughs> so what he trying to say? Right. So what he saying? <laughs> Lord, what do you mean? I tell you, this is too much. Or out of but you know what though? My mom is funny because sometimes she'll be so left. You'll be like, what? <laughs> <laughs> Cause you be the saying something like, "I knew it." That's why he ain't never date Diana Ross. And you'd be like, "What? What? <laughs> <laughs> like, ma- Mama, chill out." <laughs> like, you ever noticed I ain't never had no kissing scenes? And you'd be like, "What is okay. you talking about?" Okay, Mama. Okay. <laughs> like, oh, never okay. mind. Okay. Never okay. mind. Then she gets something about you know this the days of someone garage. Like you like never mind. <laughs> you know what? Forget I said it. But anyway, so Billy D heard that y'all was running around saying that he was gender fluid. Oh, wait a minute. It's a twist. Yes. And he said, What the hell that what the hell is gender fluid? Come on. I knew it. He said, I, knew That's it. A- I knew it. <laughs> I said, he don't even know what the hell that means. The nigga 82. Right. How he know what gender fluid well, is? That's why, let me tell you. Thank God. Okay, <laughs> let me say this. Let me clear up. I'm not saying thank God that he's he's not or whatever yeah. gender fluid. Yeah. But yeah. what I'm saying is thank God that 
it's been clarification because <laughs> when I heard this, I was like, he don't know. I was like, ain't no way. <laughs> he don't know what the fuck that even means. Ooh, child. Like, we barely know. I said, I was like, ain't no way this 82-year-old man is running around here using these 20-something, 30-something new-ass terms. <laughs> right. That's, was, and that's what he I, said and that's, that's a whole I, new term I was like I ain't going for it now I would say this I can see Billy D. Williams being metrosexual mm-hmm. and for you millennials out there <laughs> who like that want to use all these new terms metrosexual basically is a term that came out in the 90s to describe a man who was um, well put together? Well put together of an elite. Yeah, he cares. He dressed. He was he was well kept. You know, hair did, nails did, wore good suits. Cared about what he had on. His house would probably be immaculate, very well um, yeah. designed like call- and decorated. Mm-hmm. Like they called the Rock a metrosexual because that's when the Rock was just starting to get famous and he right. started wearing all his suits and you know right. he was right, 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 right. So these right. were men that, from the outside, just looking at them on the outside, you would swear up and down that they mm. were homosexual. Mm. You just mm. knew they was, but come yep. to find out, they, they are. Just- <laughs> Most of most of the time, they are far from it, right? And they just like to look. They look just good. like to look good, and they like nice things, and they care about their appearance and things like that. I would, I personally, when I heard this, that was the first thing that popped in my head, and I think that a lot of these men who, um. Who feel like they like they're on that side where they like it first of all we we're, we like we we try to say we're being progressive but at the same time we're going backwards yeah and the reason that i say this is why is it that if a man is um in touch with his feminine side that <clears throat> he i like you know what i'm saying he has to consider himself him and her and and now he has to second guess is gender because basically that's you know what i'm saying if we think about mm-hmm. it that's all a metrosexual was right and that is what exactly what billy d said he was trying to express he said he was talking about men getting in touch with their softer side of themselves and there is a phrase for that it's called anima animus Mm. And um, it means the anima part means that a fem- the female counterpart of the male self and animus means the male part counterpart of the female. So basically, Billy D is just saying you should be in tune with both sides of who you really are, but not necessarily saying that you're gender fluid. Right. I would say, say it like this. Be more like T and Fee. <laughs> be you man yeah if you a man look if you a man and you like cooking and you like your house to look neat and because i knew i knew of men that was like that like you go to their house and you're swept down a woman there. Mm-hmm. 
And you'd be like, what the fuck is this? Right. You know what I'm saying? But, I mean, if you just have something, I mean, it's okay. If you like to cook, if you like your house nice, if you like to look nice, if you like to dress well, that doesn't make you more feminine. You just, you know, that you're just a man who likes those things. Right. You know what I'm saying? There's nothing wrong with it. It's nothing wrong with going to get your nails done. There's nothing wrong with getting your toes done as a man. There's nothing wrong with being manscaped. There's nothing wrong with liking to dress nice. Exactly. Because this is a guy that, that, that's, that takes a trying with me. And I swear every day I have yet to see this man like in jeans. I don't know what he do. But <laughs> like he it's a couple of them like and they wear those like those fitted um slacks or suits come on now with the tailored suits yes they tailored to the t honey with their dress shoes hair is groomed at all times they got giving, us wall, they, giving us wall street real girl they giving you gq wall street <laughs> with realness and, and and they probably come home and enjoy a nice you know glass of wine and listen to jazz <laughs> fuck you man you... <laughs> and, and, and light their candles you know what I'm saying Yeah, they probably a whole vibe I ain't mad at it and I they don't make them mess up a man because of that nope this also has taught me um, know your audience, know who you're talking to. True. Um, because you young motherfuckers think everybody knows what you're talking about. Now, some of us that are on the younger side of the millennial the millennials, because technically I'm a millennial, sis, based on the years that you're a millennial. I hope, but, I, at this point, I don't even want to be one. What's, let me see. <laughs> but these kids nowadays just expect everybody to understand they calling people boomers like they just they just want you to know but if you're talking to an 82 year old you cannot expect Ooh, thank god to- i'm not one i'm sorry for those who are but yeah i was born in 80 so you know well let me see um this why is all this other shit? I don't want this. Is this something else? So I am Generation X. Yes, you are. And yeah, you well, you are too. I think it depends, right? Right, because this one's saying Generation X, 19, <laughs> 1965 to 1980. That's kind of broad. Yeah, one of them I saw was like Millennials is like up to 82. Because uh-huh. it's like early, early 80s. Can I just get a, a, a basic little chart like all this shit? Let me see. Let's see if I can find you one. So, a millennial, they say. Oh, fuck. So, this is saying between 21 and... Oh, that's in 2018. Millennial age range 2019. 
anyone born between 
and um, I can't wait to see the upcoming drama because they already building up to it. They building up to it real, real good. It's going to be Kenya and Eva squaring off. It's going to be Cynthia and Nene squaring off. And boy, I don't know what else about to happen, but I know that them two, that two little groups right there, that, that's going to be something right there. Yeah. Um, um, Kenya and Eva go get into it more than they have in these first oh, two yeah, episodes. Honey. Oh, yes. And, and the shade it, is going, you're going to need glasses just to watch this. Hell yeah. Glasses? No, I'm going to need a lamp because it's going to be so dark from all the shade. <laughs> all the shade. <laughs> <laughs> I need a lamp and on, on set. Right now, we can't see through the shade. Thank you. But <laughs> um, them two, they the shade queens. And I can't wait. Because the way Eva read Marlo when they was in Tokyo, I can only imagine what the hell she gonna say to motherfucking Kenya. And Kenya good too, so that's gonna be that's gonna be good right there. Mm-hmm. Um, And then I'm interested to see how this whole Cynthia and Nene thing plays out a little bit more. Because um, as of right now, they both like talking shit <laughs> behind talking each other's back. Shit behind each and, other back. When, but Nene going a bit far. And we all know that she is pretty toxic as a friend. She, she is. So but like, she doesn't. But I mean, just. She don't see it as that. I was just about to say a toxic person would never see it. Like she's not going to see it. Yeah, even because she she justifies like even when you go back and look at episodes, and if she go back and she talk about it, she justifies her actions. Yeah, with Greg, with everything, like she she thinks she can do no wrong. And what's what's surprising to me is that Marlo is calling her on her shit. So right, I'm appreciating that. Um, I think motherhood or being a Monty Monty is um changing um Marlo a little bit but we'll see how long that lasts. Um but yeah I'm excited. Um congratulations to Candy who welcomed um her daughter via surrogate Blaze. Um we're seeing that play out on the ep- on the um episodes but she's already she just had the baby I think this past week or so. So congratulations and um yeah, can't wait to see more this this season because it is good. Yeah, it's it's yeah, it's going to be interesting to see how everything plays out. How you know who fall out for good, good who becomes friends, who yeah, mm-hmm. it's all gonna be interesting. Yep. So I'm here for it, and um yeah, we are gonna be right back. All right, everybody, we are back, and it is time for Girl Talk. And um, so the last couple episodes of Red Table Talk with Jada and my homegirl, Gammy, um, have featured um, T.I., a.k.a. Tip Harris, and his wife, Tiny, um, on their first episode. They were talking about the whole situation my hymen's clean you know my hymen's sorry i'm about to hang up on your every time i promise you every time i think about that that song come to my head and i put hymen instead of hymen i don't know why oh my god you are a damn fool (laughs) 
Yeah, so they were on Red Table Talk to address the Hyman situation. T.I. didn't come out no better than he went in. He still sounded like a dumbass, still sounded very toxic, um, didn't understand how he was wrong, and I don't think he came out no better. And um, after that, I guess they decided to utilize the time since everybody was at the table to talk about T.I. and Tiny's marriage, which we both know or all know has been a roller coaster ride. So T.I. and Tiny have been together for years. He had some kids before her. They had some kids together. You know, he went away to jail, came back home. You know, Tiny stuck by him. She was the ride or die. Then cheating things started happening on both fronts. And they was divorcing, and now they together ish. Um, and they were there to talk about it. And um, I just want everybody to understand. For those of you have who have seen it, I am Gammy, and Gammy is me, honey. <laughs> we are. I stand with Gammy. Listen, her face. Through the whole shit was me. I was just sitting there like, oh, girl. Oh, oh, I was oh. watching it. I look. I was at work watching it, and I just kept looking at, looking like, on like kind of over, not over my shoulder, but like on the side. Like you know, you look to your, uh-huh. to your left, but you don't. You kind of look down. Yeah. I just kept looking at my phone, looking at him, like, boy, it. I, I it I was I almost got triggered. I was like, "This is some bullshit." I, <laughs> so, bruh. the thing that bothered me the most as they were talking was that every time Tiny seemed to try and make a point for herself, you know, to defend, you know, what she wanted to say, he either cut her off. Mm-hmm told her she was wrong mm-hmm. <laughs> and he wasn't here for it no nah. no he he tried to whenever she tries to explain herself he tried to combat it and even Jada had to say eventually you don't have to be defensive and you don't like you saw her like she was like all right I'm about to get into this shit because it started getting bad, like Tiny had said a whole thing, like then you went away and then when you came home, I was just trying to, you know, I, I felt like I had a voice, I could talk up, I could do blah, 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 and then he was going on and on, well, let me finish, well, let me finish, uh-uh, 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 and Gammy was like, no, the fuck, you ain't gonna sit at my table and talk to this girl like this. Talk to this woman like this, you Honey, like, yeah, Gammy face. Honey, I want a t-shirt with Gammy face on it. I do, too. And then, so Jada, you know, tried to, you know, she even, at one point, she reached over and held Tiny's hand like, it's okay. I'm here, sis. We gonna get through this. Right. Yeah. Because it's so much to unpack from the episode. It's like, the whole thing, uh, so I, I got what um, Jada was saying uh, when she was saying, you know, 
when Tiny was saying she found her voice, she right. started, um, she kind of like, like Jada says, like she lost herself and she found herself again. Yeah. And, you know, she had to learn how to, okay, you found your voice, but now you have to learn how to use it. Yep. Because you know. it's, I mean, I get what she's saying. Like, you don't want to be disrespectful right. to your husband because there is a certain level of respect. However, on the flip side, he has to allow her to have that voice. Mm-hmm. And I, that's what I don't think he's open to. Like, no. I don't feel like he's open to her having a voice. It's like what he says goes mm-hmm. and. Her opinion is null and void in all he, it's, It seems like he is so dead set on, well, I provide. I'm the provider. I'm the man. I'm the provider. And okay. so it should be my way or the highway. And that's not how it goes, though. And it, like, it's, it's not. It's not. You could tell he has a very old school way. Uh, of thinking. I don't know if it's because he was raised with his grandparents or whatever, but he has a very old school way of thinking, and he seems like he's one of those types where he is stuck in his ways and he refused to see any other way. Here's my thing. I am okay with a quote-unquote slightly old school mentality. I am How- too. However, with that comes respect. Amen. I feel as though when a man says, I am the provider, I am the head of household, I, you know, I make the decisions for the family. None of that says you can't tell me your side of the story or how how you feel about the situation or what you think. Like, mm-hmm. I feel like the way it works is we have a situation we talk about it you hear my side you got your side and then as a husband head of household make the decision that you feel is best for the family but don't just shut me down and say that what I gotta say is null and void Mm because it don't matter because I'm the provider right and That's not only that, but I feel like us coming together and having conversations and working together to make a decision together does not negate the fact that you're still a man in the house or head of household. Exactly. And But I just feel like, and, and it, it was really interesting because the moment that they said he was controlled. Like anytime that they would say he was being controlling, he got very defensive. Yeah. And I always say, hurt, what is it? Bit dogs holler, hurt dogs holler. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's like if you got people, if you got several people telling you, like, yo, this might not be the most healthiest way to handle things. It might be to your benefit to, to just hear them out. So, yeah, it was interesting. It was that part. I mean, it was a lot. It was a lot. And 
Honey, I can't. I, you ain't gonna tell me they didn't go home and have a, a real solid argument or conversation at home. Them niggas got in the car and was like, I don't, believe, I don't believe you told me to shut up all the time on the red table. Girl, I, look, they let me see. I don't mm-hmm. think they they came they uh left and, and they probably pulled out of uh, the estate in in the same car. Mm-hmm. You better believe Tiny or Ti had another car available, <laughs> and Tiny kept making it known like, "Oh, you didn't have this one. You had several other women." Yeah, and, and that's what I'm saying that I was like, "Damn, like." How disrespectful is that? And what she said was, it was crazy. What And it, it was like, she I don't want to say she okayed it, but she was like, when I wouldn't, basically she was saying, when I didn't shut up, he went out and found somebody who would. And I was right. like, girl, and you just okay with it? Right. Basically, I don't think she was okay day. with it. I don't think she was okay with it. I think it's one of those things what she, is one of those things mm-hmm. where she figured out what it was. Because, you know, a lot of times as women, when a man cheat, we want to know why. Mm-hmm. So I think it was just one of those situations where she figured out maybe the why behind it. Yeah. And, but let's unpack that part, too, though, that when she found her voice and he didn't know how to handle it, mm-hmm. his resolve was, well, I'm going to go out and cheat. That is not the answer, gentlemen. Like, I, like, and we, I had this conversation with some other women. We was, I was just like, like, I, after that conversation, watching that, I, I've always struggled with the thought process of, as women, we have to be the oop ego boosters mm-hmm. for our men. It's like, I'm, tr- I'm trying to get my shit together and 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 make and work on me and put me in a good spot. And, on, and so while I'm working on me, I got to turn around and work on you too? Right. Like, okay, so she found her voice. You should have been somewhere trying to find your ears to listen. Right. Not oh well, I can't take this, so I'm gonna go out and find me somebody else. What? <laughs> right. That is not the answer. Nigga, you just taking you to somebody else. So you about to be getting on somebody else nerves. That's why I didn't work. <laughs> right. You you were the common denominator. Right. So, yeah, it was I was just like, it was a lot. I don't know. I just feel like um, after listening to that conversation, I don't know if they really need to be married. <laughs> Girl, first of all, I used to love T.I. Too, but right now, I'm just right now, know. he is not on my favorite people list. I I'm like, oh, honey, you need to move out. <laughs> like, every time, like, at this point now, when I see his name, his face, or anything, you know how you get that twisted look look and you get the roll in your ass like mm, mm, yeah like mm, because you showed your ass buddy (laughs) (laughs) 
He showed his ass at the red table. And he showed did. He showed his ass and his ignorance all at the same all time. All at the same time. Like, like I remember watching the show and you know, his little ways, it used to be a little funny. Cause Mm-mm. you'd be like, I used to laugh like T.I. acts like a little old man. Right. But now I'm like, oh no, brother. No, 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 no. This shit ain't cute, nor is it funny. At all. At all. Your ass needs somebody said they need Ayala. They need more than Iyanla. She can't fix that by herself. Girl. I feel like T.I. needs he needs to hear from another man. I really wish Will was would have sat at that table. I wish he would have too. And they the same sign. They Libras. Yeah. I wish, I wish, but Will was like, I'm out of here. He's like, y'all have a good time. Talk to you later. Right, because I guess Will probably like, look, I've been through this class already. Yeah. I've I've been through this class, but I do feel like maybe T.I. needs to sit and hear from other men. Mm -hmm. But then at the same time, just from the cat that he is, I feel like he might just fall on deaf ears. (laughs) Probably. And he would probably tell them that they wrong. You're right. Or Or find find holes in their argument. Like, man, you gotta listen to your wife. You gotta hear her out. You gotta give her a safe space. And he, I can hear him now. So you mean to tell me right. that if go. I'm being a pro- provider and I'm taking care of everything that I now have to listen to her as well? Yes, <laughs> my nigga. Yes. Yes. Nigga, yes. <laughs> Why would you like, girl, I could have shook him. <laughs> I, I, girl, I was just sitting there listening. Like, I, was, I was like, this shit is true. Right? I'm getting triggered. It was definitely triggering. I was like, okay. I said, all right, T.I. I was like, yeah. I was like, whoo, but got me saying the day because her face, and I think at one point, she even was like, no. <laughs> right. When she said, I said, yes, exactly. <laughs> she was like, no, nah, no, brother. No, 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 baby. Little boy, mm, mm, mm. youngster. Well, I'm afraid that um, Ti and Tiny get their little thing together. Ain't Tiny a cancer? Yep, yep. That's why she cares so much. She just all right. She just like all right. She got that. Oh, they both some two old people. She got that old lady vibe. Yeah, but she also needs to take them damn eyelashes off soon. <laughs> Get them smoky, smoky Robinson Robinson She can't but, do nothing with them. She done paid to get those permanently in there. Forever. But I feel like, well, one, I feel like T.I. talks all over her because even though I do too, I'm a slow talker because I like to gather my thoughts when I speak. But mm-hmm. uh, I feel like T.I. probably talk over her because she'd be like, with them eyes all closed and she turned talking all out the side. Our country, they both countries are hell. Mm-hmm. Maybe they made for each other. Shit, we just maybe we don't. Maybe we don't know what we talked about. Right, shit. I mean, he loved what he said. You know, even though his reason for loving it, I was like, God, this. Whatever. Yeah, I 
whatever. All right. Well, if you have that's my best friend and the sex is good. Honey. I'm, I didn't even want to hear it, and you said I'm mad at you. I was about to cut your ass <laughs> off. I was about to close up the segment, yeah, and, he, and here it, you go talking it's about. It's in my throat, so I had to get it out. I was <laughs> like, I was like, this dumbass nigga. That could be anybody. Anybody. Anyway. <laughs> anybody, nigga. Anybody. Yeah. Oh, no you problem. like watching football? I like watching football. You give good head. You should be my wife. <laughs> we done changed the whole criteria for marriage. All right. Right. All right. Oh. I won't talk about that. Okay. Okay. If you guys have questions, comments, things you like to hear, would like to hear us talk about, shoot us an email, the number two chicks um talking shit at gmail.com. And uh you might hear your story here on the podcast. And um we're pretty good at keeping things anonymous if we need to so feel free to share your stories and uh yeah we'll be right back all right everybody it's time for ain't that some shit um sister you got some stuff i do all right let's get to it so um i'll save the best for last okay okay so speaking of Dwayne Wade and his um and his daughter and how he's being accepted mm-hmm. and you, did I say daughter? You did, but it's fine. I, I, don't, I, I don't. I don't know. To what... be honest, we're not sure of um, Zion Zaya's appropriate pronoun, so please don't judge us, right? Uh, because we had they haven't identified it yet, so we just do. We're just out here, so whatever. Go ahead. Right. So um, you know how he's accepting, and he's you know he just said, hey, I. This is why I'm here to be his father, her father. This is why I'm here. Well, on the flip side, in the great state of Florida, a man is facing child abuse and he's facing child abuse charges for abandoning his son on the side of the road because he's suspected he's gay. Mm. The uh, police found the boy crying on the highway. And the boy said that his daddy dropped him off, packed him up a bag, dropped him off near the uh, police station and said the police will find you a new home because um, his dad found um, gay porn and hit the boy's phone. And now the father is um, facing charges. I don't know where the mother was at at the time, but it did say that the boy's mother's, um, the boy's mother hurriedly drove to pick him up. The dad came home without the son. She went out immediately to go get the son. So the dad is now facing charges of child abuse. I'm guessing the mother didn't, but if they're all in the same home, I don't know how that's going to work. Me either. But I mean, is it really that serious though, bro? Now you sitting up in jail and it's because you didn't have the capability to hold a conversation with your son and the fact that you don't agree with his lifestyle. Like right. that's still your son. Like, I don't get that part. 
Like, you ain't, even if you having sex with a girl, you ain't like you finna be standing there cheering them on. Like, what the hell does, I, I don't get it. I don't get it. Like, I understand it could be hard to believe and hard to accept, but at mm-hmm. the end of the day, that's still your child. And I, I have an issue with people and parents who, who, you know what I'm saying, Act, like, act as though they live these perfect lives and they put this pressure on their kids. Mm-hmm. Like, I have an issue with that. Okay. So, yeah, I hope you ride in jail. Um, <laughs> hope you ride. And I hope that when you tell somebody what you did, they hit you in your face. Um, so, Tinder and other online dating sets sites are letting um, sexual predators onto their sites. So according to this article, it says Tinder lets known sex offenders use the app is not the only one. Match Group, which owns most major online data services, screens for sexual predators on Match but not on Tinder, OkCupid, or da-da-da-da, Plenty of Fish. Yeah. Right. They said, so a spokesperson said there are definitely registered sex offenders on our free products. So if you are using these and you have children, uh, just, not even just children, if you are using these, please take precautions because you could uh, end up meeting someone who is a sex offender so just be very aware and this is crazy though how the hell does a sex offender get through this well I guess no I take that back because they're not really doing thorough background checks nope so just making a profile you're just making a profile you're answering basic questions so um yeah, I can see how it happens. So if you use any of these POF, Tinder, OkCupid, okay um, I highly recommend that you just take all of the precautions that you can. You might want to think twice before you start, um, you know, really being precautious when you're doing meetups and dates and bringing these folks around your kids because they could be a registered sex offender. So try to get their full name as soon as you can. See if you can look them up. Because there are... You can't look them up, right? If they register. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So just take your precautions. Um, and again, there's no way that they can be screened through the these apps. So it's up to you to take on the, the extra precautions. But that's, that's just scary. You know, I've you know, mingled and played around on it dating websites. I was like, well, if this shit don't work out, don't think I'm going back to that. Right. <laughs> yeah, I have to go back the old-fashioned way. Mm, mm, mm. And last and definitely least, hmm. Trayvon's Martin murderer is suing Trayvon's Martin's family for $1 million. Um, $1 million. No, 100 million. Sorry. Um, he is suing 
for defamation and malicious malicious prosecution. How is this man? How is he still just breathing? <laughs> like you want to talk about privilege at his best, my nigga. You shot a boy. Yep. Cold blood. You shot an unarmed boy. And you got away with it. You would think that the best thing, that you would think that what you should be doing is getting somewhere and doing what they call shut the fuck up. Girl, I was just about to say. Like, just just being chill, shut the fuck up, staying out of the media, like just doing your best to just not even exist in the world. But you want to turn around and you want (laughs) to sue this boy's parents and their attorney for defamation of character, my nigga, you define you defame Trayvon's Martin character by seeing him in a hood with a bag of Skittles and a can of and a can of drink and assume that he was a thug. Like you lucky they ain't sue your ass. That's all I, I have to say. I'm I'm so sick of him. That's why I didn't even say his name and I called him what he was. A murderer. In, in the um, words of Jay-Z, y'all killed X. Let Zimmerman live. The streets is dead. A.K.A. Y'all should have killed this nigga a long time ago. Listen. Anyway. He, he's um, been showing his ass since they, since they said not yeah, so that's all we have to say about that. Um, we'll be right back. Now it's time for on a positive note, on a positive note, on a positive note, on a positive note. Yeah. Um, so since we want since um, Trayvon's murderer is in the news. I am deciding to his mother, Sabrina Fulton. She is running for a seat in the Miami-Dade County Board of County Commissioners. Mm-hmm. Um, she said, at first I didn't want to be the voice for Trayvon after he died, but I decided I have no choice. Now act and call to serve um it became clear to me there's an opportunity to turn our family's tragedy into something positive for many other families so she is running for public office there are links out there on the internet where you can donate to her campaign and um i think this is amazing i think it's really good to see people who um decide to turn their tragedy into purpose mm-hmm. and um yeah i i think instead of giving trayvon's murderer um any news or attention we give all our attention to miss miss sabrina fulton and support her um her po- po- political career absolutely that's all i had there all right good job <laughs> Do you guys love it, my nigga? Uh, Rosa Parks was honored with a life-size bronze statue in Montgomery, Alabama. Okay. All right. <laughs> I legit just for out there. 
I just want y'all to know she just Googled that. And legit just found that. <laughs> um, okay, I do have one more thing. Um, I know it's it's not it might not seem positive to you, but it's positive to me. So um this past week, um, a great man by the name of Reverend Clay Evans. Um, um he passed away the Wednesday before Thanksgiving. Um, he was the founder and pastor for about 50 years of the Fellowship Baptist Church here in Chicago. Come on, shipwrights. Um, he was more than just a pastor. Come on now. Go ahead. All right. He was more than just a pastor. Um, to give you guys some history as to who this man was to the city of Chicago, um, the original mayor daily for that we had a couple the father and the son so i'm talking about the father he was a racist mobster and um when dr king was going state to state during the civil rights movement um that mayor daily said do not let him come to your churches do not let do not let him speak to your congregation if so there'll be hell and high water and um so a lot of the black ministers here in Chicago um, listened to the mayor. Uh, Reverend Clay Evans did not. He was the only only pastor, black pastor in the mm-hmm. city to allow Dr. King to come and speak in his church. Um, because of that, um, the building that the church is now in, um, the steel frame stood empty, no construction, no nothing for seven years. That mayor daily stopped the funding to build that building. That's just one story in this man's life. Mm-hmm. He he has counseled presidents. He's counseled mayors, um, representatives, senators, um, me, my cousins. My no, I'm serious though. Like, yeah, for real. Um, he's counseled many people. He was probably one of the most caring people I've ever met in my life. Um, examples include his phone, like for mega, for him to be the pastor of, in his day, was a mega church. His phone number was in the white pages, right? <laughs> this is no laughy. You could find his number in the white pages, call him. He gonna answer the phone at his house. Mm-hmm. He didn't care if you was calling to tell him that your son didn't come home because he stole your car and to go out with some little girl or it was some major issue, a health issue, whatever. He was going to listen to you. He was going to tell you what he could do for you. And he was going to do it. He wasn't just going to tell you he was going to do it. He did it. Mm-hmm. And um Outside of that, he was a gospel music icon. And blessed. Come on now. Truly blessed. Raised under him, had been memory, um, sharing memories and just keeping him alive because that's all we have and there'll never be another uh reverend clay evans absolutely not um i'm telling you the man 
was amazing. Take some time. If you um, have time, Google him, read up on him. You will be blessed. Um, whether it's a, a video of him singing, preaching, or just being funny, because the man was funny mm-hmm. also. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> like, I, remember, I can't remember what birthday it was. And Jenkins asked him, how does it feel? I don't know if it was, it had to be 90. Uh-huh. He's like, how does it feel to be 90? He said, I don't know, I just turned 90. <laughs> Yeah, I said I'm gonna start using that for now. I don't like because it made sense. Like, right. you're like, I don't know. I just got here. I just got here. I don't know. Girl, I was watching this. I forgot what award show it was, and they was giving him some award, and he was like, they started coming up behind him because he said he was wrapping up. He's like, oh, okay, now nah, don't rush me. I didn't say I was done. Now nah, just hold on, hold on a minute, hold on. <laughs> But he was the one that was always rushing somebody off the microphone, so I thought that was funny. Mm-hmm. But um, his funeral is this week. It um, He'll have both a civil funeral where, you know, he'll be remembered by politicians and those alike. Mm-hmm. And then he'll have his official home going on Saturday. And um, I'm just blessed um, that I was a part of his legacy. I work very closely, you know, in his church with him mm-hmm. um, for years. Um, I was scared of death to death of him for years. <laughs> but it, it was that respect, you know, yeah. that respect scared. Like I knew he wasn't going to hurt me or nothing, but like right. you yeah. don't want to disappoint this man. Right. And so I'm going to close out by saying one of the things he always said. Um, and one reason I like to end our show on positive um, topics and he always would say it's just nice to be nice to be nice and then he might follow it up with so why aren't you nice so take that do whatever you want to do with it but just keep it in the back of your mind that you know we should be nice and kind to all you know whether they deserve it or not so that's all I have to say today um you guys know where to find us we're on instagram we're on twitter we're on facebook um as i said earlier you can email us the number two chicks t-a-l-k-i-n-s-h-y-t at gmail.com um shoot us an email we'd love to hear from you follow us share our stories all that fun stuff and um we'll talk to you next week all right drink your water mind your business and be a blessing. And in the words of Reverend Clay Evans, ta-ta. Ta-ta. <laughs>